Welcome to the EWN Sport Fantasy Football Podcast, your homegrown community in the FPL universe. Well, the guys look rested um, after the international break. <laughs> Everyone had some fresh air, what do you say, some nuts, some family time. Yeah, you know, a bit of meditation, <laughs> mindfulness. Yeah. Being ah, I got a family. Yeah, I discovered that. <laughs> yeah. I got a family. Oh man, it's crazy. Yo, they're doing some things. You know, some of them are working. This is insane. Yeah, that no, was it was stress stress free. <laughs> I got I got to be honest, it was stress free. Uh, and the international break wasn't too harsh on us either. So um, yeah, we're getting into game week nine now, um, and I think it's going to be another important one. Um, some moves could be made, particularly after game week eight was so shocking. Um, and we'll start off the podcast by going around the room just to find out how shocking that was. We have uh, to. Yeah, yeah, Jason, we have to. I've got to say, we've got a new man in the room. Uh, Eugene is with us, uh, a producer at, K- at KFM 94.5. Uh, you'll recognize him from our, uh, from our mini league, yeah. the EWN Sport Mini League. Uh, he's got the, the one of the greatest team names. But I'll, I'll leave that to him. Um, but we'll, we'll, when we get to you, we'll get you lost. But uh, Jason, uh, maybe you run through Gaming Gate quickly. Right. Pope Eaton, yeah, not so good this, this game. <laughs> Um, I got 31 points overall. I was below the average of 36. It was just one of those weird weeks, I think, for everybody. Yeah. I mean, when you see an average of 36, you, you can tell a lot of the template-driven guys didn't didn't score. Um, so what worked? Nothing, really. Um, and what didn't work? Everything, really. <laughs> uh, I got a few points from Pope and, and goals, which is yeah. kind of expected. Um, Mount is uh, consistently performing, which is great. Um, and again, I just didn't nail my captaincy pick. <sighs> well, yeah, that's me. always a problem. Yeah. yeah. So that's me in a, in a yeah. nutshell, because I want to move on to better and brighter <laughs> things. I mean, for me, uh, yeah, I got Pope and goals, so he got me the points. Um, thank you to my captain for saving my fantasy, Tammy Abram. Mm. Wow. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't get the, the, the amount of points. Uh, I wouldn't even get o- over the average because I managed to rank up 47, which is not too bad. Nice. Just, that's just, really good. just 11 off over yeah. the average, so that's pretty good. But besides that, yeah, those are the only like two standouts in terms of points um, that I got. Yeah, uh, Tammy Abram looks like a must-have now. I mean, yeah. he's third highest forward Point scorer and only 7.7, so mm. tasty stuff. But uh, the Wrath of Kane, well, my game week was horrible. 32 points. Um, I think I'm just over 500,000 uh, in position in the world, so that's that's not bad. But I wanted, you know, closer to 100k, obviously. Um, but yeah, nothing worked. My captain was Aubameyang, no return. Um, no one else returned anything except Lundstrom. Uh, with a clean sheet but he got a yellow card and Ryan got me a clean sheet as well funnily enough I just had a look now six clean sheets in game week eight so it, it might have been that opportunity for big at the back yeah, <laughs> to, five at the back, yeah. to deliver so yeah it was that, that's quite interesting we've been struggling for clean sheets and all of a sudden you know game week eight delivers them and uh yeah, who knows? Maybe that's uh, a bit of a, a trend. A new trend, methinks. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be interesting now, also after the international break. Yeah. Uh, if you've noticed, there's a trend of the forwards picking up injuries. Mm. So you might be looking at that if you want to strengthen your back. Yeah. Um, get the back. Because, I mean, they got the rest. So I think it could be towards the end of the year. That's yeah. what we could be looking at. And now, uh, the new guy in the room. Uh, Eugene, all yours. Yeah, my team name is uh, Yomasa Scalampi. Ranked in 19th. <laughs> yeah, brother. He's 19th. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's the way it is, man. That's, uh, let's be honest. Um, Fantasy Premier League this year, I'm absolutely serious. I'm gunning for top points. I'm gunning for the number <laughs> one spot. So, uh, 
Yeah, man. Yeah. But like you guys mentioned, geez, it was horrible. Um, 27 points. Uh, not what I expected. <laughs> 27. <laughs> 27. It's like I was in pre-primary school all over again. <laughs> I just started out. Damn. Um, no noticeable anyone actually collecting any points at all. Uh, probably my captain, who was uh, Aguero. It's like only about four mm, points. Yeah. That's about it. I was like, mm. okay, well, why am I here then? <laughs> What's the point? What are you doing? So, yeah, fun times, yo. Tell me, does that does that affect your like your weekend or your the like the week coming up? How much of an impact does how much of an impact, I guess it's to everybody. How yeah. much of an impact does fantasy have on yeah. your guys like <laughs> your emotional it, states? No, it does. Look, for me, um I mean, I'm on air and then I have the TV in front of me and at the same time I have a little bit of fantasy next to me so you watch it in real time mm. right of everything that's happening in front of you you're looking at your points and when it gets to halftime where you look at the likes of Trent who are sitting now at nine points because mm. of a clean sheet and you're like yo this is going to be a great week uh- 87th minute mm-hmm. <laughs> 87 minutes something goes in and you just see how the point just boop gone just drops <laughs> So for me, it's it's that emotion of like watching it in yeah. real time, which is the biggest mistake you'd ever make. Never look at your points before sixty minutes <laughs> around it. I feel like you just you put out a bad vibe if you yeah, look at it. You're like, sweet, I'm about to get two clean mm. sheets. That is gone. Yeah, that's true. Pretty much the same here. Literally, I don't watch any football over the weekend. I refuse to. <laughs> I pick my squad throughout the week. I yeah. find out, okay, cool, great. Do a bit of some research. Who's doing what? Most transferred. Like, who do you pick as a captain again? And that's it. Come the weekend, you pick up your phone, just have a look and like, no, let's wait on Monday. That yeah. surprise me. Come that on, Monday. sounds so peaceful. Now I'm, I'm watching my phone every every minute. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Notification. Even even though you were going with a live um, live score update where they'll add sort of the bonus points as it yeah. stands and mm. those kind of things. Yeah. Um, but that's really getting your hopes up. Uh, but but it's good for when you're in a mini league and you're trying to get one over your your, mm. your closest opponent. You hundred percent. So that that mm. kind of is exciting. Yeah. When I listen to a lot of the international podcasts, I see there's um. There's a bit of a challenge. I think it's usually uh, on Saturday. It's called, called the match, match of, of the, the day. day. Yeah. So obviously, so no one looks at points, their phones, they drop everything and they rekindle those relationships that they have, you know, with yeah. their families <laughs> and God. with yeah. actual things. And then they watch the match of the day highlights. Yeah. I think it's a Sky Sports or one of those. Sounds That's like a public service announcement. Like, don't <laughs> neglect your family <laughs> for the sake of FL. It's because you can get so sucked in, and and that's the problem with it. You know, it's that's like the beauty of it. You're constantly <laughs> looking at your phone. People are like, "Oh, who are you texting?" I'm not texting anyone. <laughs> I just want to see what my points are sitting on. That's all. I like a little bit of group chat banter. I like the meme. I like the meme where the guy's in bed with his wife, and, and I was <laughs> just thinking, and about she's that. like. He's thinking about her again. He's like, Should I Captain Aguero? <laughs> All the time. All the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good times, good times. Well, um, we're going to move over to the next segment. Um, the Stats Corner. Jason, um, you've got a number this mm. week, do you? I do. And that number is four. All right. Um, it's about yellow cards. Okay. Ooh. Who's got... For yellow cards. So, for people that obviously that, that, that might not know, mm. oh, don't worry, we're not doing it. We're not doing a. Uh, oh, okay. A, who's got four yellow cards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying that. to guess. Yeah, yeah. No, I've lo- I lost. Sergio one. Ramos. Yeah. Oh, wrong, wrongly, wrongly. <laughs> but I mean, when does he not have a yellow card? Man? <laughs> Jeez. Um, so yeah. So at the moment, um, 
people that I've picked out. There's a few. Um, Lewis Dunk sitting on four, year, four yellow cards from Brighton. Giorgino, um, a Chelsea enabler. Uh, Granite Jacker and Jose Holobus from Watford. So those are four guys that are sitting on that, you know, dangerous level. So for people that don't know, obviously, mm. if you get five yellow cards in reality and also in fantasy, you miss a game. Yeah. What really comes into the uh, the play is when you get ten yellow cards and then you start getting docked two games. Ooh. And it's just an interesting thing to be aware of because people want to jump on these guys and all of a sudden yeah. they, they miss a game. Mm. Um but it is interesting because I know people have done that before. I'm trying to remember who the player was last season. And then he had four yellow cards and everyone didn't touch him. Um, it's, I, think it was, I think it was one of the Diego Costas of the world. And he banged and he never got that fifth <laughs> yellow card. So it's just an interesting thing too. Yeah. I mean, with the defenders, I, if you look at Lewis Dunk, I mean, there's a high chance mm. um, that he might just squeeze another yellow card or Shaka. We yeah. all know the style of play in and terms Shaka's, of... He's definitely getting another. You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> like you look at the player, the style of play, and you're like, chances are there is a yellow card. But I mean, the thing is, you you can bring them in for that for that game week. You know, they're sitting on four. Doesn't mean you have to run away. You can yeah. still bring them in. And then just remember that next week you might just have a problem. Yeah. So look, it's it's you weighing as you look, looking at the fixtures from this week and next week and making your decision based yeah. on that. If it's a guy that's gonna that potentially has big returns, I'm gonna say yeah, gamble. It's fine. Yeah. He's gonna he's, you, he's there for the big returns, not for the two pointers. Mm. You know, um, if it's someone on the bench, then you've got a problem because this is the guy you're relying on to come in. If if someone's not playing and those two points might make a difference, yeah, so, yeah that's quite interesting. But it's only two points in the big scheme, so maybe it's not even a big deal. Yeah, yellow card makes you think of long term investment in turn, in, instead of short term, yeah, gains and stuff. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. So that's stats. Well, corner. yeah, I, I guess you're right. Then nobody's bringing in someone with four yellow cards. It's kind of like putting yourself in a potential predicament hmm, in the next yeah, week or two or three. Yeah. yeah. Right, so uh, from that informative p- uh, point, we get to uh, something that will be informative to me, the dumb question of the week. Adrian's not here, but um, uh, so reliable. He's made sure we get the question. <laughs> well, gents, well, take a listen to this. Jason, this is directed to you. Hey, guys. Sorry I can't be with you this week. I know you're going to miss me, um, but I still have a dumb question for you. This week, I'm wondering about transfers and losing the four points for an extra transfer. Is that a wise strategy, losing four points and then hoping to regain it uh, with choosing the right players, um, hoping that your players score? I'm just wondering, is it worth the risk? Is it a good strategy? What is the best way to do this? Jason, help a brother out. Mm. Why is this one being directed at you? Because <laughs> you missed the stats corner. Hey? So just yeah. based on, I don't know, that's very... I know, it's something we touched on. Eh? Touched I, on I, I wouldn't mind hearing Eugene's yeah. uh, take on this. Yeah. Um, Woo, guys. Um, very interesting. I don't mind losing four points yeah. if the player that I'm going to get is going to give me return on investment over, say, a couple of matches, five, six, seven, eight, mm. nine kind of thing. That You know, okay, cool, great. Not a problem. I mean, I didn't have Aguero in my squad, Lost about eight points, picked Aguero, picked Puki as well, and they started banging. Except now, of course, past like a couple of ga- well, yeah. the last game where yeah. twenty-seven yeah. points four from him, paltry. Yeah. Puki hasn't exactly been firing either. Yeah. So um, I'm still keeping those players. I think it is worthwhile. Um, like Jason mentioned earlier on, in terms of yellow cards, kind of thing. You know, it's it's long-term investment kind of thing. 
players that you know you can bank on yeah. regardless. Yeah. Unless now, of course, there's an injury, then it's a totally different story kind of thing. So I think it's worthwhile. So what you're saying is you'd, you'd take the four-point hit. 100%. If you were going to keep that player that you're bringing in for a, for a longer period That's than it. just like one yeah. or two weeks. Sort of a longer-term view. Plus, the immediate return is, is a bonus. Mm. Um, that calculation's a bonus compared to... Uh, the, your deciding factor is whether it's a long-term pick or just a short-term punt. That's it. I mean, for me, generally, I'm aiming above 50 points in any case. So if I lose four and I get 60, yeah, yeah look, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. So, yeah. Makes sense. I think it's, it's, it also depends on the parties. You know, if you're jumping on a party, you don't want to take a minus four. Yes. Because that party could end just then and there you know it could be a dead rubber and nothing happens yeah. whereas it's that longevity does does become a, a thing yes another thing so sometimes you think you're forced into a four-point hit because of an injury or a suspension mm. but but oftentimes you're not because yes. if you just leave your player alone you, you can lose two points like if you if, if your player doesn't play at all yes yeah. you're just not getting two points for at minimum yeah but if you're taking a hit you negative you, you're getting into the negative Mm. Um, and so sometimes doing nothing is, is potentially better, potentially better. Mm. So I, I, my thing is, if you're going to bring it, take a hit to bring a player in, he's got to return almost guaranteed that week. He's got to play. Yeah. yeah. And he's got to get something back, mm. like something. And he's got to get more than what the potential player yeah. was was going to get yeah. or could have, could have gotten. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, you know my answer to these things, my typical Jason. <laughs> it all depends. Um, but look, in a game where the goal is to accumulate as many points as possible, taking a minus points knock yeah. goes against the grain and naturally comes with a risk. Mm. But I feel, I feel sometimes being aggressive in this game is good. Mm. Um, so, so as long as it's not a knee-jerk reaction to something... I actually, I've I've taken more four point knocks this season than I have before, yeah. but that's because I still have my wild card. Yeah, it's still early in the season. Yes, yeah. Yeah. and the the gaps between people are quite close, so yes. I feel like I can I can be yeah. risky now as a, as opposed to uh, later down the line. No, but but for me, I feel like you don't need to take four point knocks if you've got a really good bench. Yeah. And, and if you're doing people, a four-point knock, it's usually for some sort of like somebody's. You've got a, you've ha, you have an issue, but I feel like you can mitigate that issue if you have yeah. a strong bench. Hundred percent. And with with players like Lundstrom, uh, the you know the Dendonkers of the world, you kind of have players on the bench, good value, yeah. low 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 cost yeah. that will come on and potentially even give you returns, mm. surprise you with returns, I should say. Mm. And then also, as my dad has said before. It's just a game, you know. So, like, if you yeah, wanna, if you wanna take a four point knock because you want, because you want it, Tammy Abram in your side because yeah. he's playing really well, and you just wanna, you just love watching him, and he's just fun to have to yeah. be a part of that party, whatever. You know, go for it. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take that as a tip. Take the four point knock to get Tammy Abram. Mm. That's exactly what I was thinking about this morning. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for the tip. Adrian's dad. <laughs> no, your dad's Adrian. <laughs> Jason's dad. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, uh, Mitch, it's time to have a look at our mini league. Um, okay, all right. So, of course, after game week eight, uh, the average was 36. A lot of guys pulling through. Kalkat Rangers still on top, uh, dominating with 526 points. Uh, the closest to that individual is Apex Legend. Um, they're sitting on 499 points. So, yeah. Kalkat Rangers, the only one to crack in um, that 500 mark. Yeah, Apex Legend, my younger brother. Yo, um, legend! And uh, I think I think uh, Adrian's brother is is still third. Yes, Blade Squad um, sitting in at four hundred and ninety two, which is insane. Um, and of course, our very own um, uh, peeps out here. Your dad, Adrian, he's sitting mm. at eleventh um, place. And of course, the highest ranked in this uh, room right now, Eugene at nineteen. Yeah, I'm not uh, that's, that's, there we go. I, check your back though. It's a, it's a big, big target there. <laughs> yeah, no, look. Nine people believe is sitting right okay. Yeah, Jason's at 15, Eugene's at 90. Yeah. So Jason's there. Oh, uh, okay, okay, Jason. The target's still on your back. Yeah, see, every time I have chats with Eugene, he's just like, I'm coming for you, man. No, 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 <laughs> guys. I, I'm not playing. Previous season, I was just sitting making wholesale changes, and yeah. that's the problem. People come in, and it's like, Okay, cool, but this is not the squad that I want. And then you're gonna <laughs> go and make wholesale changes. Five, six, seven, eight, nine players. Like, yeah. bruh. Trust, are we trust negatively here. Trust like, the process. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Just sit and be patient, especially like Jason mentioned. If you have a good squad, just sit. Mm. That's it. Don't do anything. Sometimes just leaving your team unchanged for weekend is the best the thing best that thing you could you do. do yeah. Tell me, uh, so you sound like you haven't wildcarded yet. No, I have. Oh, yeah. No, but, but that's the thing. I did all of those things pretty early on. And hence why I wanted to get up as high as and possible. Then, and, then and then just basically sit. I know what my basic form team yeah. is. Now and again, yeah. you'll tweak with a player here yeah. and a player there kind of thing. Sometimes just leave it untouched, yeah. which actually has brought yeah. me quite yeah. like, proper I, points. So, yeah. And you're right. It's super hard to get the form right from gaming one or two. 100%. Like from gaming three, you can kind of gauge form and then you, you kind of settle into a team that you're happy with. Yes. That you can sort of say, well, injuries or whatever, I'm going to deal with it and I'm going to ride through until, you know, we That's into it. the gaming 30s and, and, and then start to play very, very hard. Yes. Mm. I'd also like to uh, do a little internal shout out um, to a new entry in the league. Um, another brother from Prime Media, uh, Shane... Orange, yeah, Reavers United. Cool. Oh, he's yeah. uh, at fifth in the EWN league, but he's winning our internal Prime Media League. So hopefully we'll get him on the next week so or he's two. Fifth. Uh, he must be fifth. quite high. He must be in the sure. in the hundreds when it comes yeah, to he, in South Africa. Yeah, no, he's doing he's doing really well. He's really sitting well. in our league. Um, he's sitting at four hundred and eighty-one points yeah. at fifth. So he's doing pretty well. Uh, the highest points that he's got over the past uh, game weeks is a hundred points. One hundred points. Sometime mm. in a week, so yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of his global rank, five million. Yeah. Um, he's around that mark as well. No, no, so no, no. no. Well. Fifty-six thousand. Fifty-six thousand. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, I was gonna get so, the wrong so thing. So, Rangers is thirteenth uh, in South Africa. Jeez. So our league, our league, almost, we almost, we're getting close to a top ten player in our league. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. So moving on, we're gonna try and get everybody listening to a better rank by going through the game week coming up uh, we're going to look at some previews um, and just a couple of the matches uh, a couple of matches you can sort of target for some big points and it starts with Everton the woeful Everton I can say mm. hosting West Ham uh, and Everton owners Dinia owners they are still a few will be hoping that they sort of turn it around yeah. and West Ham 
you know, could surprise, but also not the strongest. Then we've got Aston Villa taking on Brighton. Another tough one. Brighton with a good defence and, and Villa with attacking prowess. Bournemouth host Norwich then. Uh, another interesting one. Two attacking sides, Jason. Mm. And, and the, we, we talk about these smaller games as if they, you know, are not headliners, but yet that kind of game could deliver. Big time. This is a weekend for strikers. Yeah. I'm very excited to see what happens. Um, a lot of people who are currently in form, we're still waiting to see when they're going to fall off this form. So I'm looking for Callum Wilson in that game to see whether he continues to be that talisman in that team. And also, obviously, for Norwich to see whether Puki can revive himself. I know he scored uh, during the week for in, in his international oh, duty. Oh, oh, a beautiful chip. I think, uh, I think I saw a clip of the, of the goal. Fantastical. Really? Yeah. No, so, yeah, amazing, so. amazing. I, I actually want to watch it on, uh, on a big screen. and Hopefully it carries that form, yeah. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, so as you say, so the, the, the smaller games, I think, are going to really start to take a lot of our interest. And I think that leads into Chelsea versus Newcastle. So it's these guys who are, you know, priced in the six and a half, seven mil, your, your budget enablers, but your budget enablers that are becoming your, you know, your primary strike force. Yeah. yeah. So, so I've got another question. I, th- I might have asked this question before, but Chelsea, Newcastle, um, Eugene, um, yes. Hudson Odoi. Yes. Is it, I mean, is he, are, are we ready to bring him in? Um, firstly. Yes. And Chelsea assets seem like the go-to guys. I don't know. Um, for me personally, I'm, I was tempted to offload some Chelsea guys. Dinier is the first guy that I actually said like. Oh, Everton, yeah, Everton. Well, Everton kind of thing. Um, But uh, Chelsea, I haven't really touched at all. I don't have any of them in my squad. Um, Wow. I I, I can't. They're like Manchester United, in a sense. They're not doing anything. Um, There's nothing there. I mean, you got, for example, Manchester United. You got your Pogba's. You got your Lingards. You got your whoever. it's just not doing anything. Probably the only person that's worthwhile having from Manchester United is probably James. Yeah. That's it. Everybody else is just like, you're sitting with 21 duds. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. De Gea is injured now. 20 duds, to be exact. So. <laughs> and it's interesting you brought up Man United because they suffered against Newcastle. Mm, so exactly could that. Chelsea suffer the same kind of fate? I, I don't nah. see it. I don't see it. To be honest with nope. you, Kepa is a quality goalkeeper. We have to start off there. Defensively, they are all right. They're not the greatest, but they're mm. all right. Jorginho, since the beginning of the season, he has the most passes, most created chances in the Premier League, and he's just incredible. He's literally on Kevin De Bruyne's status, but in terms of converting... Hold up, let me just finish. Oh, remember my last prediction. Let me just finish. Let me finish. But in terms of conversion, his conversion rate is way less. I can see Jorginho cracking in, um, because if you look at the front three at City, of course, you have... Aguero, uh, Jesus, you have Sterling, you have all these great players, and then you have that prowess of of Kevin yeah, De Bruyne, pass, where yeah, you have yeah. Jorginho who can pick a pass yeah. anywhere, and, and he's, he's been doing that for the past eh? exactly. He's been doing that for the past eight weeks, but there's just no one to convert it. You know what I mean? Yes, Tammy Abrams is a good striker, but he's not Aguero. Yes, Callum Atsudadoy is incredible, but he's not Sterling. You get what yeah. I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah. Pulisic is not uh, yeah. Mares. That's where that's kind of the, the, Absolutely. the, the conversation I'm taking. But but I I guess um, some captaincy uh, selections potentially at Chelsea. Mm. I think I know you you mentioned Tammy as Tammy Abrams uh, my captain this week. I'm not going to even lie. Okay, let me throw you a curveball here. What do you think the chances are of Tammy Abrams being benched this weekend? Having I, I come having having gone look, he didn't play a lot of minutes in international. He didn't play, yeah. 
but but he was yeah. he's been traveling. I'm because I'm just thinking, what about Batshuayi? Because I know Giroud played for France, mm. Mm. but I'm going surely at some point they've got these guys. Yeah. Batshuayi is, show, is showing form in Europa. Yeah, yeah, and they're playing Newcastle. If you've yeah. got a, a moment, and they're playing at home, there's a moment to maybe rest guys and tinker. That could be a game. And, this, and the, the kind of game you have to play against Newcastle as well. Uh, it's, it's probably not the Tammy Abram kind of game. It's uh, someone more of a target man. But honestly, but I, I if know. I look at Mitchie Bichuaya, the way he plays, he's honestly just a bench player. Hmm. He's that guy. He's the first sub you make to make a change for all these years that he's played for Chelsea, um, even when he went to Valencia as well. Bench player. As soon as he comes on, he makes a difference. When he starts, it's not the same energy. And I, and I feel like Frank Lampard is still rewarding players who show form. Yeah. And Tammy Abram is still in. Hot form, so yeah, that's true. Then we've got Leicester hosting Burnley, and I think that's going to be a, a, a big win for Leicester. I feel, I feel that um, they definitely are the favourites at home, particularly Spurs host Watford again. Spurs terrible <laughs> form, <laughs> terrible form, but it's Watford. Come on, it's Watford, and and my captain is currently on Son. My captaincy is on Son. And uh, yeah, I can only hope that Watford remain the whipping boys at least for this weekend. You never know. With so many options this weekend, why? 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 Son? Why, why Son? I, the Watford. It's fixture. It's fixture, and Son is still Son. Okay. He might be. He might be stuck in in, in the in the Spurs jersey, but he's still Son. There. So that's that's currently where I'm sitting. Awesome. Then we have Wolves against Southampton, which is going to be a difficult one to pick, I think. Yeah. Uh, but Wolves are showing some showing some form, so there might be. And there's some like uh, uh, Adama Traore. Yes, he's he's sort of five million. I mean, bringing him in might be yeah. against City, but he's been so inconsistent. I had him. Well, he's playing more often. I had the entire last season, and he yeah, was just yo. He wasn't playing as much. Like I <laughs> wish I was the manager and be like. Dude, you know how to play football. Just play, please. Like, I wish I was the manager just to talk to him. And he's just pacey. He's just very, very quick. But yeah, maybe maybe I'm just um, thinking about last season. Yeah. Still in my feels about that. Look, so if you're not going to get a captain from Chelsea, you're not going to get a captain from Spurs, you might get a captain from Man City. You are away to Crystal Palace. Defensively strong, Jason. It sounds like you're captains from City. Uh, one of my options. I, yeah, I'm still undecided on who to give the uh, the weight of the armband to. Um, but yeah, it's just weird having a bit of apprehension around a Man City game. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it? It's just strange because I'm yeah. like, yeah, of course. And then I go, mm, I don't know. But no, I really do. I feel like Man City have shown this before. When they go through a bit of a dip, they come back immediately, and you always feel sorry for that next team. Look, Crystal Palace are relatively good at home in terms of keeping a clean sheet. Yeah. But it's Crystal Palace, and this is Man City. So, so has anyone heard any news on Kevin De Bruyne? So we're recording this on a Wednesday. Uh, any news on De Bruyne? Is he is he fit? Is he playing? Well, they say it's about a seventy-five percent chance of him getting back into um, the game. Chances are they will risk that. Yeah, I yeah, think so. I think so. Too. They will uh, definitely uh, risk that. There's nothing. They but, can, but we've not heard anything concrete. Is mm. the thing. <laughs> but sometimes no new news is good news. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yeah, look, I, I, I'm I'm banking that he's going to be back because he's actually one of my captaincy options. I feel like he's just going to come straight back and he's just going to just have a good vice captain. He's just going to do the magic. Have a good vice captain. I'm, I'm trying saying. to I'm <laughs> trying to get some insight. I got a friend of mine mm-hmm. uh, who is signed to Crystal Palace. Oh wow! In the academy side, so I've been trying to get some insight. Okay. In terms of defensively, what they're gonna do? All right. But he's not he's not allowed to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's not Wait, allowed to say. Is anything. this stuff from Crystal Palace? 
Yeah, he can go to a payphone. I just want to know what he's going to do for City. Let him call you from a payphone. What are they going to do against the City? Yeah, but what is Crystal Palace going to do against City? I don't know. What is Wolves going to do against... You remember against City? They could surprise us. Dude, it's a Lego wall against the cannon. Then take a hat trick, I'm calling it. I'm joking. Please don't take me seriously. I was joking. So let me skip Sunday for a second and jump to Monday. We've got Monday Night Football this game week. It's Arsenal away to Sheffield United. And I can only see Arsenal um, doing the business against Sheffield United. So Lindstrom owners, I guess, um, just hide behind the couch for that one. Um, but yeah, then on Sunday, it's the big one. And I am gutted that Ash is not here. Mm. <laughs> I'm gutted. Because it's it's Man United away to Liverpool at 5.30 on Sunday. He, he actually didn't give a reason. Did he give a reason as to why he couldn't I, I believe make it today? He, I, I believe he had some special <laughs> assignment to do. Something like that, yeah. yeah okay. oh, Apparently, you see, so Ash is, let me, I'll just explain it again, but Ash is <laughs> our, our audio technical guru. Yeah. So he's gone out and weaved his magic and he managed to produce something that I think <laughs> many Man United fans and FPL players will appreciate. Take a listen to this. Ole! Ole! Yes! What's your feelings on the top four finish for Manchester United? We have given ourselves a very, very tough task to get into the top four. Never mind top six. Pogba's back, Shaw's back, Wan-Bissaka's back, Martial is back. Any updates on any other injuries that we should be concerned of? I don't really want to talk too much about injuries. <laughs> okay. What is the mood in the camp like? We need to get on the run, get momentum. Every game should be one that we should look to win at this club. Obviously, this weekend is a big derby weekend with Manchester United versus Liverpool. What can we expect this weekend? What has the boys been working towards? Of course, we've analysed them many a time before, but we need to find a solution. And that's a little tweak, a tactical tweak, because we've stuck to the same principles, same starting lineup system every single game. Last question, Ali. Do you have any last thoughts? We need to clear our heads, get ready for Liverpool. Thanks, Ali. All the best. <laughs> all the best. All the best. That oh, injuries oh. question, all I could think <laughs> was David De Gea <laughs> trying to do that goal kick and then limping <laughs> off. Oh. Oh. I missed it. What, did, what happened with the hair? Heartbreak. It was, I, I'm not sure what exactly it was, but it, was, it looked like it was the same thing as Alisson, mm-hmm. where it was just goal kick and then all of a Felt sudden something. something wasn't right. Yeah. You know, yeah, so. And, and, and Alisson's back, guys. Adrian owners. Adrian's been serving Adrian <laughs> like the, the Liverpool backup keeper has been serving people well yes. he's been cheap he's been in a good defence serving people that don't own Liverpool assets I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but now um, but now you've got uh, you've got Alison Becker back um, and that's yeah that's going to hurt some people um, it's going to hurt some people I think the, the couple of guys will be stuck with some goalkeepers they, they weren't betting on or mm. hoping they, they need to use I, I find I find games like this um, when there where there's so much history um, behind it that this is almost like this is bigger than than FPL yeah, yeah. because there's just you I, I can't I can't read into this game because yeah. part of me wants to go you know Liverpool are so dominant at the moment they're just going to keep the streak going but then the other part of me goes it's Man United at home against their like 
most bitter rivals. Yeah. So you know yeah. anything could happen. This could be Rashford. I was actually watching uh, some previews recently. Rashford scoring. And this game, goals this from. game sometimes, sometimes this game doesn't deliver goals. Yeah, true. That's yeah. it. Sometimes, and, um, <laughs> especially Manchester United. Um, Full not thing. Delivering anything, <laughs> like I defensively, midfield-wise, Pogba, I'd sell him. There's like ashes here now. No, 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 look, 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 look. I'm a Manchester United supporter, uh, through and through. But there are some things where, like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like half the time. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's look, uh, remember, my money's on Liverpool. Remember last year's Merseyside derby? Yeah, where we all thought Liverpool was going to win it. I don't know where Everton managed to get all three points. So we need to remember about that. These derby days, anything yeah. can happen, man. You know, as much as you could be the mo- the weakest side, but there's just something about the history and seeing some of those old players like a Paul Scholes walk through the changing room and say, guys, this is lovable. Mm-hmm. You know, changes the mood in the camp. All of a sudden... Um, Ashley Young goes from being Ashley Young to being the greatest left back of all time just for 90 minutes though because you know you'll go back to but that's things like that happen man just a conversation and just something sparks if De Gea is injured who's the who's the backup goalie uh, Sergio Romero Romero yeah, yeah. Is he's, he's very he's good actually I mean, he's a very good, good goalkeeper mm-hmm. so I don't first choice Argentina uh, well, the the great the, the thing is if, if, <laughs> if De Gea is out for a long time it's not as if people are going to jump on Romero it's yeah. not. It wasn't yeah. like the Liverpool case, and you know. Yeah, it's also it's not like De Gea's been having his best season. I'm sure his brain is. His brain's in Spain. Yeah, <laughs> with this girlfriend. Ever since signed, the fax machine just, didn't just, work. Yeah, just, you know. Yeah, the, just, the fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> no, he made a decision <laughs> to stay. Fax machine. <laughs> it could have been him instead of Courtois. That's what happened. <laughs> um, no, no. But I, I, I think you know what. That's the thing as goalkeepers, right? You can be incredible. But if your defense is horrible, that means there's more shots at you yeah. and therefore your credibility goes down. Yeah. Like we could all think Allison's the greatest goalkeeper ever. But, he but when you look who's in front of saves, him, yeah. mm. you see he made six or seven mm. saves one game and he saves them all. And you're like, yo, this is incredible. Yeah. De Gea could do six or seven, but then have 11 shots at him. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 that you and know from a, from an FPL point of view it doesn't uh, they often they especially this season with no clean sheets or very few they the goalkeepers are not paying off yeah. um, those who do are the guys who, the, the guys who get the bonus points for saves and potentially mm. you know get man of match performances and and those are teams like Brighton and Burnley yeah, and yeah. who do we think is going to be on the left because I'm trying to think of you know like key matchups in that game. And I'm trying yeah, to think so, who's, who's so Alexander-Arnold going to be facing off against. Yeah, that's a good point. Luke Shaw. He's going to be up against Luke Shaw, yeah. And also there's talk that Ole might go with three at the back. Um, and he did talk about tweaking He did talk about tweaking strategy and tactics. So if he goes three centre-backs, it might be very, very interesting. Um, but who knows what he's going to do. So yeah, looking at the matchups would be cool. Like sort of where Salah. Salah is going to be right up against... Um, yeah, Wan-Bissaka. Mm. It's going to be... Well, this could be something. Mm. But Wan-Bissaka's coming back from injury, so yes. that's also another thing. Oh. You know? So you think about that. And no, you know... Salah will be against Shaw, wouldn't he? Yeah, he'd be yeah done the Shaw. right. Shaw yeah. left back. Yeah, yeah. Wan-Bissaka will be against Mane. You yeah. know Mane is a workhorse. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so he will have his hands full. And coming back from injury could also just... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be a big, be be a big game on those midfielders. Big game. Big game on Sunday. Let's 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 do a score uh, prediction quickly. I think it's going to be two one to United. Um, not too high scoring. Either yeah, two yeah, one. I'm going. I'm going for that because I'm a United fan. Yeah. Um, 
Eugene, what do you think? As a Man fan, 2-1 Liverpool. Okay. And yeah. as a Firmino owner. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go three nil Liverpool. Wow! Ouch! I was also I was also gonna hit that range three nil four nil Liverpool. Ali gets sacked on Monday. Let's get it! I'm, I'm so sad. I asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding about Ali getting sacked, but it'll be a three four so, nil Liverpool. Yeah. So uh, quickly before we wrap up, let's do beat the clock. Um, All right. Mitch, uh, get us the clock there. I think, um, Eugene, you can go last okay. since it's your first time, but you're going to need to, in 15 seconds, give us your captaincy pick for the week, your clean sheet pick of the fixtures, and your player or players to look out for, um, preferably a differential. You know, someone who's not quite fancy that okay. you think will do well. All right. Jason, can we start with you and we'll go clockwise? Yes, do it. All right. One, two, three, go. Cool. Captaincy, don't know yet. And it's going to bounce between Abraham, De Bruyne, or Sterling. Clean sheet, I feel like Leicester got it in the bag. And I'm going to say watch out for all the strikers, but most particularly, Jimenez. Oh, okay. Okay. Putting putting a name on the radar. Hmm. All right, my turn. Okay, so captaincy this week, I'm swinging between Tammy Abram and Mares. Uh, clean sheet, I'll have to say uh, Manchester City. Don't see anyone else scoring. And then in terms of the player to look out for, I want to say Chris Wood away at the Foxes. He gonna bring. He's gonna end Jamie. No, no, Bonnie don't, Bonnie. no, don't, don't you Chris say Wood. that, Chris Wood. Let's do it. But I like that. I like that one. Are uh, you ready? Right, I'm ready Let's to go. go Wes. Cool. Uh, captaincy, Son against Watford. Whipping Boys against uh, this guy that's so amazing. Clean sheet, I'm going to go for... I don't know. I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for Wolves. No, no. I'm gonna go for Chelsea on the clean sheet. I'm gonna go for Adama Traore. Oh. Adama Traore. Watch Adama Traore. He's gonna crack. Ca- he's cracking stumble. on. Wow. <laughs> it's so hard. My clean sheet Beaten is butter. Chelsea Newcastle. Eh? <laughs> All right, Huge. You ready for this? Yes, sir. And let's get it. Okay, cool. Captaincy Aguero. Can't fault on that. Clean sheet probably would be Man City over the weekend. And then also a player that I'm really looking forward to to look out for would be Yomelenko. That's it. Ooh, why yeah, did nice I forget one. about Yomelenko? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it. That's yeah. time. That's Done. it, guys. It's nice. been it's been an eventful podcast. Uh, uh, Eugene has been a breath of fresh air. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> I, I think I've learned a lot. I think I might tweak my team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited, though. International break is over. Yes. We don't have another one for, for a while. I yes. Think we're going to go straight back into some game week by game week by game week. Goodbye, so. family. I'll see you guys on <laughs> Christmas Day. Yes. I'm excited. <laughs> Can't wait to see you on Christmas Day at Trifle. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you, do you want any shout outs to family members? You <laughs> and December is such a busy period. I mean, that's I the worst of it. But <laughs> that's why we're going to be talking FBL points over trifle and peppermint tart. Yeah. And Jason's still sitting with his wild card. He'll have to. I, I can't wait to. I can't wait to see you use it. This is. I've never gone this long without without using it. Um, but I like this idea of having ten weeks of data. Yeah. To look yeah. at. So we'll see. Yeah. Cool. So that's a wrap, guys. So until the next game week, may your sheets always be clean. Nice. Cool, cool.